I'll come back to another episode of our first. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot our, the name of our podcast. I really wanted to chime in. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we have not actually said the name for oh, a while. Wow. Yeah. Maybe okay. our listeners will remember our name. If there's any <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> Funny. Okay. So remember our grand plan? Mm-hmm. What was it? Our plan was to watch a movie because you know we wanted to do something chill. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh we decided to watch a highly acclaimed movie. Mm. And it's also an animation. Is it considered an anime? Anime? Yeah, I think it's an anime movie. It's called Spirited Away. Yes. How many of you have watched it? Let me know. Now there's <laughs> two of us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but for some reason, both of us have not watched it, even though it's very famous. Yeah, it's the whole um. What is what is the theme called? You know, there's Arts a studio. Oh, <laughs> Studio Gilby. Yes. What's have that? You watch, have you watched any of their movies? They are like production company. I actually don't know, but I watched um one called Ponyo. Oh, Ponyo, yes. Is it by them? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Ah. Okay, I didn't watch that, so I don't know. They have a lot of, like, uh, movies under Studio Gilby. Gilby? Um, Gilby? I think Gilby. Gilby? <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of movies. And... Yeah, Spiritual Away is just one of them. And I was very impressed because this movie was actually released in 2001. Mm-hmm. And the quality is so great. good. Yeah. yeah. 2001, how old were you? Five? Yeah, I was five. <laughs> I was six. Oh, wow. It's actually a very old movie. <laughs> it is. Now that you think about it. Yeah, and yet, like... They were able to produce this at such a high quality, like even the visuals and stuff. It was, I was pretty impressed, lah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But then I don't really. I think there's a limit to like how good animation can get for anime. Mm. Yeah, I think that's also one of the reasons I don't usually watch anime, because like, it will. I don't know. Maybe like from young, I just feel like it looks strange. Okay. Yeah, like even the facial expressions cannot be captured very well. Because it's animated, but isn't that yeah. how it is in like a lot of uh, cartoons? Like if you compare to like Shrek. Okay. That's a different kind of animation. Then there's more... I don't know, eh? like I think um drawing, drawings just... I tend to stand away from... I stay away from like... Animes because of the drawing thing. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You don't get it. Yeah, I don't really get it. You don't get it. 
I think that's also why I don't really watch Cartoon Network in the past. Oh, okay. But Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network had a lot of these, like, drawing kind of shows. So no drawing kind? Don't you. know, eh, like, I just had strange, something strange against, like, drawings and, like, animes from young. Like, oh. it wasn't as enjoyable. I don't know why. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I mean, never really thought about that. To me, I just felt like cartoons are cartoons, you know? Like, mm. animations are animations. Yeah. Mm. Okay, should we start talking yep. about it? Yep, yep. Okay, since I have the page opened, uh, let me just share the summary of this movie. Right. So, 10-year-old Chihiro moves with her parents to a new home in the Japanese countryside. After taking a wrong turn down a wooded path, Chihiro and her parents discover an amusement park with a stall containing an assortment of food. To her surprise, Chihiro's parents begin eating and then transform into pigs. In this supernatural realm, Chihiro encounters a host of characters and endures labor in a bathhouse for spirits, awaiting a reunion with her parents. Mm, good summary. <laughs> wow. I thought we were going to give uh, our own version of the summary. Okay, let's hear it from you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but since you've really done the perfect summary, <laughs> why am I going to redo it? It's just going to make myself look bad. And, yeah. Maybe you understood it differently. Like, it took me a while before I realized it's a bathhouse. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I mean... Mm, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the summary was well done, so I'm not going to redo it. Okay, yeah. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 97%. Yeah. That's a very and, high rating. And you were saying in the Chinese, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is how many percent? It's 9.4 on Douban. 9.4. Mm. Yeah, so it's actually very highly rated. I think it's one of the like highest uh, rate, rated animations. Or just that's, movies in general. La. That's why we wanted to watch it. Yeah, because we want to understand what it is about this movie that is so great. So do you understand now? I was going to ask you that. I asked you first. Okay, so... I think this movie, right, because of the setting, right, and there's a lot of, like, characters and they are all... What's the word to describe these characters? Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are I... monsters. Like actual. Yeah, they are monsters, right? Mm, okay. Yeah. They are they are like strange looking creatures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and pretty unusual. Like I wasn't really expecting that. Then again, you know, the moment they discovered the amusement park and the parents turned into pigs, that's when you knew that this movie is not going to be normal. It's, it's <laughs> going to be strange. <laughs> Do you know, like, that's, that's what was going to happen? Um, I actually tried to watch this movie when I was in primary school. 
Mm. Yeah, and then uh, the moment par- the parents turned into pigs, I got a bit scared. Oh. So I was like P4, P5, and I was like, what's going on? And then I just didn't continue watching it. Mm. Yeah, so I remembered the part uh, of the parents turning into pigs, but I didn't know what happened after. Mm. Maybe you you back then is like Chihiro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that innocence, you know, like these things cannot happen. Exactly. Right? Like how would you at 10 years old be able to accept that your parents after eating food will turn into pigs? Mm. Yeah. So but then again, with that said, you know, that also shows how much I've grown. Like, it doesn't scare me anymore. Anymore. <laughs> it's like, I can continue watching a movie. It's the same movie, right? But it no longer hits me as hard. Wait, <gasps> so this movie traumatized oh, you? Oh, <laughs> what, has, what has time done to me? No lah. Um, that's actually one of like the interpretations of the movie that I read. Okay. It's, it's like a, it? um, okay, yeah, we are just jumping the points here, but yeah, like uh, one of the interpretations is like um an adolescent learning about like learning that not all good are fully good. There's some bad in good and there's some good in bad. And like it's also about like um how a young person will grow up and understand and like they they will there will be a time where they will learn that their parents are not perfect. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of interesting interpretation. Mm, it's about maturing into a young adult. I think that oh uh, okay, so after I watched the movie, right? So remember just now you asked me whether I understand why it's rated so highly now. Mm. Okay, so after I watched the movie I felt like maybe I didn't understand the movie. Mm-hmm. I was just watching it for what, what it was. And then uh, I went online and also I read some movie reviews and commentaries yeah, just to see what people have to say about it. Um, and then I think one of the things that I read was kind of similar to what you just shared. Um, they talk about like how this whole adventure that he was on it's a she, sorry. This whole adventure that she was on, right, uh, was actually, like, just an imagination. Oh. Yeah. And that it, it's also, like, um, how, you know, at the end, when, uh, what's the other guy's name? Haku. Haku? Haku, right. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Haku, yes. Okay, and also, I really don't understand why Haku is the guy, because... It's a river. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's a river and it's a guy. Yeah. When he looks so much like a girl. I just couldn't believe that he was oh, a guy. I was more confused that he's, he looks human. Oh, like how, how is it that a river yeah, looks human? So I thought he he was like from the, in the beginning, I thought he's a fellow human. And yeah, then me he too. somehow got lost there. Then he integrated, right? But then, like, at the end, he's like, huh, he's a river. Then, then why shouldn't... He should look more like the, like, dragon, you know? Like, the monster that he actually is. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting point. But, where was I? Wait. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about him. 
oh, no, I said at the end when Haku told her that, oh, you know, um, for her to just run and not look back. Like, just mm. go and don't look back. It's something about, I think that one of the interpretations said something about, like, like passing time. Like, so you just have to move forward like, as part of the dream and the imagination that occurred to her, right? Yeah, that she just have to move on with it. And then that's when she returns back to reality. Like, you cannot look back. Mm. Yeah, sounds like, oh, interesting. Wait, I still don't understand. You mean, like, she's she's stuck in her imagination, is it? Mm, mm. 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 So, he was just saying, like, to continue running, like, to just go and not look back anymore. Yeah, mm. so then everything will end. Okay. But do you do you believe that it's just her imagination? Mm. It's hard to say. I feel. I mean, that could be one possibility of mm, how to interpret this, I guess. Mm. Because like remember from the start, then she was she was actually like on the way the family was moving house, right? Mm. And they're going to a new place. She's uh she's leaving her old like friends, neighborhood and everything behind. So maybe as a result of that, you know, she's experiencing some anxiety and she doesn't know how the future will look like. And then mm. somewhere in between like, she imagined how uh, the possibility of this new place will bring her. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, this is just part of it. I don't know. Possible? Possible? Mm, could be. I think that's the thing about art, you know. <laughs> it's however <laughs> you want to interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, it's possible, but then the last part, um, the car was like dusty. Mm. Yeah, then I was like, oh, like this will this this is like a telltale sign that they have been there for a long time. That it actually happened. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Is still a question mark. Yes. It is a question mark. And as we're talking about this, I remember okay, I remember this movie. Have you watched it called um Shawshank Redemption? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wonder. You, I loved it. <laughs> oh yes! Oh yes! We did talk about this. So I also wonder if the ending is just a dream, mm. like it's just an imagination, or whether it's real. Because mm. mm. yeah. it's too perfect, right? Suddenly, yes. like the the vibes that the show gives you for some reason, somehow they manage to do it, but it gives a different vibe from the rest of the movie. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's why mm. it makes you feel like, hey, is this even real? <laughs> Yeah, is this even real? That's what I that's what I thought when I watched that movie. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I digressed. Okay. Back to this. So is it um like worth the ninety seven percent for you? Honestly, if you ask me, I think this movie is pretty refreshing like at mm. this age I'm able to accept uh, a context like this and mm. that there are strange looking monsters and creatures you know 
um out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I probably haven't gone. Um, so all these interpretations only came to me when I went online to look for movie reviews. So maybe I'm not at the level of intellect where I'm able to enjoy this movie and interpret it in ways Same. that I can. <laughs> Same. When I watched it, I'm like, how? What is the point of this movie? Like, what are they trying to say? I'm sure there's some meaning behind it, but I'm just not getting it. Yeah. Yes. Then only after like I read all the reviews, I'm like, oh, okay. But like, if an anime is like meant to be for kids. Then they wouldn't understand also what the meaning. Mm, because it's not so explicit, you see. Yeah, then I read another interpretation that um this whole movie is supposed to be a reflection of like um the child prostitution scene in Japan. Because usually um back then la, or like maybe even before that, like bathhouses used to be like Double up as brothels. Oh. Yeah, and then they they would like kidnap children and turn them into prostitutes. Mm. Yeah. So then that's also why like most of the like those servers, right? Like the Chihiro's group are all females and then all the customers are like male monsters. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. And like I I I don't know whether it's um true but like when I read um, they said that the producers kind of also agreed that that's what they were going at oh wow I would never have interpreted yeah. interpreted it like that exactly it's also just... because we don't know about uh, prostitution in Japan mm, yeah I think in terms of like the context and yeah, and what these symbols represent. Yeah, people mm. who are a lot more familiar with the Japanese culture will be able to give a more accurate um, interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I also think that um this uh this context is quite interesting because in this world, right, that is vastly different from the reality if you if you are greedy right like the parents mm. they end up eating the food that smelled very good and they they become they became like pigs mm. and yeah. also it's not theirs like they didn't pay for it <laughs> yeah so yeah. I think it also shows us you know how greed is really a monster like it turns mm. us into monsters. Mm. Yeah. While like um the main character, right, has to eat the food, like their food to survive, he cannot overindulge or he will turn himself into a pig. Just like her parents. Does mm. he? Yeah, yes. but <laughs> do, do you get confused like <laughs> about the genders? <laughs> no, no, no. I knew that she's a girl because that's obvious but mm. I just thought that Haku was a, a girl. girl yeah until she caught she caught her 
he she cut him sir oh my <laughs> god like and i was like oh so that's a guy <laughs> yeah so that was funny yeah and okay wait i have a question who's her favorite character Yes, I wanted movie. to ask you that. Oh, mine is no face. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I just felt that he's so sweet this entire yeah. time. He's so sweet. He's so faithful. He so clingy. <laughs> he's he's just because um she was nice to him, right? Mm. And then he decided to be nice to her and he was just loyal throughout. Mm. Yeah, and I thought that was that was such a pure kind of I don't know, do you, do you consider that love or just mm. friendship? Yeah, mm. but even then it was very touching. How do you feel about the how or how do you make sense of the part where he turned into a monster? Mm. Actually, what I didn't understand, right, was why did he even eat those creatures in the first place? Mm. Yeah. I I thought, like, initially I thought he's a nice guy. Like, he come in and he gave, like, he produced the text for her that she wanted the text, right? Mm. And then, like, when I saw that he produced the gold and then the frog took the gold and then he ate up the frog. Mm. So I thought that, oh, like, um, it means that he was just giving his target what they want and then he, once they take it he's gonna eat them mm. yeah that's what I thought and then he became a monster and everything but then like um, you see someone said that he's only a monster inside the bathhouse so like you just get rid of everything that is inside of him and then when he leaves the bathhouse he will be a good person mm. yeah that part that part brought me back to like my initial interpretation that he's a like a nice character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so I didn't understand like how he became a monster. <laughs> okay. Mm. Now, now as I listen to you talk about this, I'm also starting to think whether um what happened to him was a result of greed. Mm. Because the the frog, right? The frog was greedy and he wanted the goal mm. right and as a result of that he ate the frog and all these people who came after him was because they wanted the goal mm-hmm. and he ate all of them up but it was unlike um the beginning when um he produced the text right for her mm. and what she said was oh i i don't need so many of it mm. do you remember she mm-hmm. said that yeah, so she just took what she wanted, like what she needed, mm. and that was it. Like nothing happened to her. Mm. And also, this no face, right? He started eating the food there, and he just grew bigger and bigger and bigger because mm. he was greedy. Mm. Yeah, but because, um, the main character, like she was, she was not like she's not a greedy person. She didn't want the goal. Uh, she, in fact, she didn't want anything that she didn't need, right? Mm. 
mm. what she wanted was uh, maybe to save a friend or like to clean the bathtub. And then uh, she even gave half of the peel. Yeah, what, what was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Peel, right, to the to no face. And maybe because of her self selflessness. <laughs> because of her selflessness, then he reverted back to his kind, good self. Mm-hmm. Maybe selflessness is the remedy to greed. <gasps> so this whole show is just say that you shouldn't be greedy. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Mm. Okay, okay. But suddenly it makes so much sense to me. Like, hey, I think I know what's going on. Mm. It's like, um, he has a tendency to like please people, please people, please. Mm. <laughs> and then um once he's able to please people, I don't know, some something about that like fits off each other, like they agree mm. until mm. he like engulfs the other person. Mm. <laughs> and then he takes on that frog's personality and voice and everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So much for us not understanding the movie. Yeah. I still thought it was strange when I was just when I was watching it. Me too, me too. I think for movies like that, right? Maybe at the moment you're just taking it in. Yeah. You are not trying to make sense of it until after maybe you have a discussion. You look at the specifics, you know, um mm. big characters or like the story. Then you are able to go beyond what is presented mm. yeah. okay another character that I want to like talk about because I just don't get it mm. is the the one that smelled rotten or something like when he entered oh oh and then Chihiro some I don't know how she did it I can't remember what happened also but in the end he became something like some great person that everybody loved oh like oh yeah he she did she feed him that thing also and then he vomited everything out. I cannot remember no, now. I'm no, confused. no. So that pill that she had, right? She gave half to Haku oh, and yeah, half, half to, to no face. face. Yeah, so what she did was she put out like a... What's it? A oh, lip, something like was a stuck lip. in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she put out something and then everything else just followed. And oh. it just, yeah, just vomited. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> and uh, who was that? Oh, she got that thing from him, right? He gifted her, is it? Yes, after mm. after this whole episode, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, who was that? I thought that was a dragon. Yeah. It was some spirit, right? It was a... Yeah. And then when like Haku came back in the form of a dragon, I thought it was the same guy. Oh, no, because this dragon, it's old. (laughs) (laughs) It's, no, it's a different dragon, but is it related to Haku? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, I don't really know what that part means. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah, a lot of things unexplained. But I guess like if we really look into like scene by scene, we could take all day. <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's like how you interpret a lit text. Mm. Yeah. Line by line. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Wow, we have actually shared quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we gave we actually gave our own interpretations. Mm. Is it? I still feel like my interpretations are quite surface. Mm. And it's only possible because I read all the other people's interpretations. Mm. And you mix them matched and make them your own. Yeah. Otherwise I wouldn't have like taken the effort to really think about it. No. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to ask whether like you feel like it's similar to Alice in Wonderland. Oh, um, I actually don't remember how Alice okay. in Wonderland. I never like... I never watched it from start to end. Mm. But it gives me the same vibes where like uh, the main character would get sucked into like an alternate universe and then strange characters appear mm. and they are meant to symbolize things. I just in the moment you're just like e what's that? Okay, I mean, maybe I should watch Alice in Wonderland. Mm. For shows like that, you always feel that oh maybe as I grow up, you know, as I'm older, I'll be able to understand it. Mm. But then, now that we are old and grown up, we realize that oh, actually we still don't. <laughs> It's okay, just different people are meant for different things. Mm. That's true, that's true. Next is, how would you rate, rate this movie? Mm. Maybe uh, seven. Mm. After like all the interpretations? Like. Mm. Maybe before. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think before. The reason why I rate it a seven is because I don't think it's very captivating. Not to mm. me. Um, halfway when I was watching it, I fell asleep. Mm. Yeah. Um, the pace is a bit slow, and also it's in a like you said alternate universe, and it's just a different context. So. Uh, initially I couldn't really understand what's going on mm. yeah and also because of the slow pace then I felt yeah like it wasn't able to really grab my attention mm. yeah but then uh, I think the entire animation right yeah mm. and the movie was very well made Um, even from the characters as well as the plot alone you can tell that this story definitely goes deeper than what was presented. Uh, or at least what I took in, you know, as I was watching the movie. Yeah. Um, even then, uh, I don't think it was... I didn't think it was a super enjoyable watch. Mm. After watching, it left me like thinking, uh, is this how I'm supposed to feel after watching this? You know? <laughs> have I really taken 
away what the movie uh, wanted me to know or like to gain from this. Mm. Yeah. It's not extremely like lighthearted or like funny or just nothing I found super amazing. Mm. Yeah. But uh, like a decent, good enough, well-produced movie, but nothing too like extraordinary or superb. So it's a seven. But I think after reading the interpretations and movie reviews slash commentaries, I can see why some people really enjoy the story. And mm. it also kind of like... Um, broaden my own understanding and interpretation of uh, what could possibly be the moral of the story, right? Or what are some of the significant themes that uh, was portrayed? So then, I guess now it can be an eight. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But that's all from me. What do you think? I think you have summarized my feelings and thoughts about very well thank oh. you <laughs> oh wow wow so but I would like... have given it a 5 though like because yeah I took so long just to finish it I really like split it up into like 15 minutes blocks I think oh wow really it was quite yeah quite dreadful to to go through it and I think like the only reason I managed to watch a big chunk of it was because I had a long train ride and then I just had nothing to do on the train. That's why I could watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like in order to appreciate the movie for what it's it intended, right, you have to do the work after watching the movie. Yes. yes. Yeah, so the movie itself, <laughs> during the movie, yeah, the mm. experience was not great. Mm. Yeah, like nothing about the storyline makes me want to know what's next. Okay. okay. Yeah, and that's why it was so difficult to get through. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I was curious about No Face. Mm. Yeah. And they still didn't explain. Like, nothing else explained. So in the end, I'm just like, huh? Yeah, like, No Face ended up just being a small character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he just stayed with the... Uh, the the old lady. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the sister, right? Mm. Yeah, he just there and that was it like they didn't even have a proper goodbye mm-hmm. I was pretty disappointed by that mm. yeah like after going through so much and you know having that relationship it was just a bye <laughs> yeah but anyway sorry back to your point the relationship was more it was very one-sided though <laughs> Mm. I think Chihiro did not see him as a friend at all. Oh, <laughs> Chihiro man. was more all about Haku. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And then the part where like the old old man said, This is love. I'm just like question mark, what where did they even develop this love? Like I didn't catch that. Okay, speaking of this, yeah, I just wanted to add that I would never have thought that this it's a love movie. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a movie about romance. Exactly. Yeah, so, in the end, when they mentioned love, I was just like, wait, what? Like, this movie became so low. 
Why is he a vulnerable yeah. Vince? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, then like... they, called, they, they called Haku her boyfriend. Like, huh? What, what, what did they even go through that, that deserves that? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, but I guess apparently they had a past together where she drowned in his river. Yeah, and he... Uh, still, yeah, it's a bit strange because she was like a small child when she drowned and he's a river. He's not <laughs> a person. Yeah. Yeah. So many strange things happening in this movie and nothing is explained. Yeah. That's I can't why believe I still give it a five. I can't believe that he's a river, <laughs> and that this is a story of love between a human and a river who met in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. And there's a third party, child, which is right? no face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a child, right? How can you make a like a romance show about a literal child? <laughs> Oh well. Well, I hope the fans of Sweeter Away don't hate us. Okay. That's a good thing about having no listeners. Right. <sighs> and also, we are anonymous. That's right. CNC. CNC. So, with it being a 5 out of 10, even after the interpretation. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, la, after interpretation, maybe 7 or 8. Okay, okay. Hmm. Then do you think you would recommend it to others? Uh, I would recommend to people who would appreciate it. Mm. <laughs> and um, so far, the people around me, maybe not. <laughs> Your okay, fellow, maybe, uh, our fellow those, friends. Those, those who read more than I, I think I think those who would who enjoy reading might enjoy this. Like mm. enjoy reading fiction. Yeah. I'm quite curious nowadays as to how people like interpret like uh an art. Ah arts and culture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because even when the same thing is presented, right? We would just all perceive it and interpret it very differently mm. yeah it's like how much you're able to appreciate you know what what was intended for mm. viewers or yeah in general if it's presented in an abstract and indirect manner I cannot appreciate it as much mm. or even though I can try to like guess what it means and mm. I can get it right but mm. it has lost the the intended effect because I have to do all this work just to understand you but that's that's also why I love like um songs and like poetry like those poetry that like are more direct because like it just tells you how it is and then sometimes the way that they 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 say things mm. are just so accurate about how you feel about life or like it really helps you understand their situation Mm. Okay, okay. So basically, mm. um, things that are more like explicit and not so uh, abstract and open for interpretation, mm. just 
better with you. Mm, and I think the beauty is in the way that the words are strung together. Mm. Mm, okay, that, okay. That kind of beauty I appreciate. Okay. And on that note, I shall recommend you a... <laughs> Wait, what do you think of spoken word poetry? Uh, I've not I've not been exposed enough to mm. understand and appreciate I guess because okay. yeah. in all my past history with literature it has always been like in like printed like text mm-hmm. yeah so it's a bit different and also I completely understand what you mean by uh, you having to do the work of interpreting yeah of interpreting the text because that's what that's what I experienced during lead like mm. it's and a lot the work of, itself makes you lose like the appreciation for it it's a lot of like guessing and just trying to understand what it means mm. then again um, I think the comfort is that most of the time we are able to get some parts of it right mm. and Okay, for literature, I guess um, if you're taking an exam, then definitely there's a model answer, right? But if you're just talking about art, then yeah, every form of interpretation makes sense. So you don't have mm. to be so hard up on whether it was that was what the artist intended, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and perhaps the whole joy you know of appreciating the art is for you to spend that time to appreciate and interpret mm. yeah that could be one way to look at it i guess and wow and some people enjoy that process like of trying to understand what what it means mm. yeah so mm. Yeah, it's just my take. Not to say that I truly enjoy that process, but but it can be enjoyable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let me recommend our listeners and you. <laughs> All right. Okay, so for spoken word, right? There is this duo who's super famous. Um, they are called Sarah K and Phil K. Oh. And like they also do like individual um poetries. So I prefer Sarah K's poetries. Like very easy to follow. And she has a way of like she has her own charm. And it's mm. the kind where like um like you say you always read like written poetry, right? Oh. But once you listen to it, you'll realize that yeah, some poetry needs to be said out. It needs to be read out oh. in order to appreciate it. Then there was there's also this other girl. Um she's called Neo Jones. And okay. I only like okay, I only like one of her. I've only watched one lah, which like I really cried when I watched it. It's called um healing. And it's about something that I don't even experience myself, but it re- I'm really able to feel how she feels when I listen to it. Because she's like, I think she has depression and she has been like cutting herself since she was like seven or since she was very young. Mm. Yeah, and she's just talking about how right, the world has a very different 
um, interpretation of self-love mm. and loving someone else. And mm. whereas for her, like she sees like loving someone else as a chance for herself to heal. Mm. Mm. Because she just she's just incapable of self-love. Mm. Yeah. It's so sad. Wait, this reminds me of a book that I read. And uh what was what was it? Um and it says like if you don't know what to do for yourself, uh do something for someone else. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you for some reason feel that you are in- incapable of loving yourself, then love, love someone, someone else. else. Yeah. Yeah, but society has reached a point where like it's being shamed, you know, if like you love another person more than you love yourself. Um, yeah, they, are, they always say like, oh, how can you love someone else when you are so broken and like, you're not, like for, you haven't fixed yourself yet. Um, but like, being human, you will never be whole. What? Um, there will always be a part of you that's broken or needs to be worked on. Doesn't um, mean you are incapable of loving someone else and like, um, enjoy the, the things that love gives you. Mm. Yeah. That's very true. Mm. Wow, this has gone so deep. Yes, and also um, off track. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the kind of like art that I think you don't need too much interpretation, but mm. at the same time, it's still very like meaningful. Mm. 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 I think regardless, you know, of how art is being presented, they are all meaningful in its own ways. Mm. And with that, does that conclude today's episode? Yay! Yay! In our next episode, we're oh, going to yeah. do something strange. <laughs> <laughs> in line with today's theme, right? A strange yeah. movie. Hence, yeah. a strange activity. We are going to get spirited away. <laughs> oh, in reality. Let's hope that we remain in this realm. <laughs> no alternate universe for us. Because we are going to... Crunchy War Memorial. <laughs> Cemetery. Yeah. I've never been, actually. Me neither. That's why it's called our first. Oh. <laughs> if either of us has gone, we shouldn't be going. That's true. That's true. Sorry. Uh, in the beginning, you forgot about a name. At the end, I forgot. Yeah, at least, at least you are staying true to what the title means, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember its name, but I forgot its meaning. Meaning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. After all that we talked about just now, about meaning. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll catch up. We'll catch. <laughs> we'll catch you again. Yes. In our next episode. After we have explored Crunchy War Memorial. Yep. Don't know when. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no followers anyway. Right. Okay. See y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.